Thanks for joining us tonight. May you all take flight in heavenly delight. of Satan and his angels be completely consumed by holy angels. The angels eat the snakes. Let our angel armies devour every lie so you can be free indeed to soar in the heights of God's glory tonight. God's angel armies. Open your gates, come in to the city of my heart, and cleanse every lie from my soul. Perfect me according to your vision, Heavenly Father. I trust you with everything in my heart. Clean me up, clear me out, and possess me with your glory. Use me any way you want to. We love being your sons and daughters, Heavenly Father. Amen. 
coming into a time of the outpouring of the inner man of the bride, built up in full spiritual stature and consuming the outer man of Lady Babylon. The superiority of God who is spirit over the flesh and the knowledge of the flesh is the knowledge of good and evil. That knowledge will all burn away now. This prophecy is being fulfilled in your hearing. The knowledge of the glory, the experience of the glory fire shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea.
I decree into all of you, the bride rises and Jezebel falls. created by the bride rising from the dead. See, what is Jesus calling the realm of the dead in the book of Revelation? The red dragon, pride, false prophet, the beast, lust. All of it gets burnt. Paul says, and these things are now reserved for fire. And all believers will be tested in fire, Corinthians says. If you pioneer the kingdom of heaven, that same fire tests you first. That's the Father. The Father is the fire that's burning out your heart. Your spirit actually expands from the seed of Christ and fills your legs, fills your feet, fills your chest cavity, fills your arms and hands, fills your neck and head, fills your face. Your spirit grows inside you by the fire of God that burns out every area of the body, now the body of Christ. Treasures and jars of clay until the fullness of treasure, God, is formed under your skin. The fullness of the treasures of the kingdom of heaven is the fullness of God the Father's glory formed under your skin. Every step of the way you're tempted by external things, external religion. A million reasons why you should be offended by the development of the inner man. Oh, certainly you should develop the outer man and get bewitched. Galatians 3.1 Having begun working on the inner man, would you finish by working on the outer man? Galatians 3.1 God forbid. You stay in the inner man until your brain is transfigured. 
until this brain is only controlled by your spirit in Christ. And the, and the entire kingdom of heaven is inside your spirit. There is no lack in your spirit. There is no sin in your spirit. But your spirit has to expand and take over the entire inside of your flesh. That's when you begin to be carried like clouds. That's when you begin to walk as light beings. That's when you bear the image of the Father, because that's what the Father looks like. Father is a spirit, and so are you. All revelation from the kingdom of heaven is for your spirit to be energized and take over power of your brain. Remember David and Goliath. There was no actual victory in the land until they had conquered the giant's brain. The smooth stone from the river, representing the river of life, the smooth stone being the word of God, had to kill the carnal brain, the giant. That was the strong man. That's your strong man. That's the area of warfare, your brain. That's where Satan gets you every time. Until the smooth stone gets you. That smooth stone's called crucified with Christ. Because <laughs> when your brain is stoned by the word of God, your spirit lives alone. To live only as spirit is to be divine. Paul says, you live in the spirit, but now also walk in the spirit. Walk with God in the coolness of the day. Why couldn't God walk with them anymore in the garden? Because their spirit died. Through Jesus Christ and the sprinkling of the blood of the Lamb and the regeneration power of the Holy Spirit, your spirit comes alive in Christ. There's oil from the Garden of Eden that squirts into your spirit. Very flammable stuff. This is what keeps your spirit on fire. You live on your daily oil. Remember, wise virgins, full of oil. That's what keeps the flame on your brain burning. That's what keeps the wick of your flesh on fire from Mount Zion burning within you. Your natural man is simply a wick going down into whatever is inside your heart. And only the fresh oil of the love of Jesus keeps your wick burning. Otherwise, the outer man will lead you astray into a path of destruction. But if you can discipline the wick to live in the oil, you'll stay on fire for God all your life. Revelation 15, I saw Moses and the Lamb standing on top of Mount Zion. In other words, I saw a giant torch. 
I saw the flame of Yahweh. And in the natural realm, all you see is two men standing on a mountain. And that mountain is God the Father. That's the mountain of God. God is a mountain of fire. A mountain and man of burning holiness. And your natural man is simply a wick. And as you continue to burn with God the Father's holiness through your hearts, the wick gets trimmed every day you burn. And your wick, which is your natural man, changes. That's what transfiguration is. You've been burning in the fire of God long enough that it keeps the wick rising on the inside until the wick catches up to the depths of the mountain and the heart of the mountain. And the throne of the Father is physically manifest through your soul, which is your flesh, into the natural realm. That's what creates the fire of heaven that Paul says all things in the world are reserved for. And Peter says that all the elements shall melt with fervent heat. It's the fervent heat of those who have allowed Zion, God the Father, to rise in their heart. Jesus said about the religious, they have a form of godliness that denies the power thereof. The power is the Father. The power is the mountain. The power is the fire of God that all things are reserved for, and all works shall be tested in the power or fire of the Father. And nothing shall go untested. People run from the fire because everything in their life would burn. People attack God the Father, they attack me, they attack RLM, because we will burn everything in their life that's not from God, which is a vast majority of junk in everyone's life. And they're not ready to burn their witchcraft scrolls, which is their rebellion, which is the sin of witchcraft. Book of Acts, they brought $13 million in witchcraft scrolls, a highly occultic city, and they brought them to the bonfire of the Apostle Paul and burned their strange fire in the fire of Yahweh, in the fire of God. <laughs> That's what the gospel does every day. How much of your natural realm will you burn for his glory realm? It's all about growing in the fire. <laughs> I make my ministers flames of Yahweh. Flames of fire. And the angels are winds. So let the angels stir up the fire in your hearts. And you know oil, fresh oil, flammable oil, the burning of the seven golden lampstands, the perfecting of the glorification of the bride of Christ by her reliance on the anointing oil. You know, it's the tree of life that produces the anointing. Romans 11. What's the tree of life called? The olive tree. That's where you get olive oil or the anointing oil. 
and it grows in the very Garden of Eden, which is the Garden of God's heart. And it's a literal place, more real than the whole earth. <laughs> As you know God, you know these places, and these places are birthed in your spirit. And these begin to be the places where your mind lives and moves and has its being. Can you live in the realms or rooms of Mount Zion? Can you live inside God the Father with all your mind? Can you be fully disconnected from the world and fully connected to the kingdom of heaven? Yes, you can. That's what you were created for. This is a precious time of encountering our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Spirit of Truth, for leading us to God the Father. Sanctify and cleanse our hearts entirely. Let our spirit release a greater oil and let the flame upon our heads burn ever brighter to the full dawn of day. The light of the world. Living lamps a people whose light is not external but internal of the Holy Spirit oil. You know there's no cap to your brightness. Acts chapter 9, Jesus appears to Saul of Tarsus and the noonday sun is blotted out by his brightness. The greater brightness of the glory that blots out the natural light. That natural light is symbolized by religion, that you can be a light in your natural man, the very curse of the fall. But it takes grace for a superior light to grow in you. Grow in grace.
The world is full of natural light, but the city on the hill that cannot be hidden under a bushel is supernatural glory light. A people that rely exclusively on the light of God and the Lamb to be their light. And they shall no longer need the sun or the moon, for God in the midst of them shall be their light. These light people will change the world. And a people that are light in their own eyes without the light of Jesus, well, that's actual darkness. Jesus said, beware that the light in you is not darkness. How can there be a light that's darkness? It's the light of the natural man. <laughs> the light of nature instead of the light of creator. To be a Christian is to run on a different light spectrum. When you were in darkness, you ran on natural light. When you're born again, you run on the spirit and the water. And the living water is a river of glory, a river of divine light. And all temptation in this world is to pull you out of that river of light. When the Pharisees came down to John the Baptist, they yelled at him. And John yelled back, You brood of vipers, who told you you could flee the coming wrath? <laughs> so there were an outer bank where wicked men could come and attack those in the true light, those in the river. That's the religious light. I know we're coming into a time where these banks of the river of glory will overflow and drown those who haven't jumped in the river, which is total reliance on God the Father for all things. They considered John the Baptist and his disciples fanatics. They ended up having him arrested and beheaded. Long kicked out of the synagogue. Excommunicated from Jewish culture. Why? By the spirit of Elijah. Could not be contained in buildings made by human hands. He was transitioning the covenant people into the new covenant. Getting them out of the buildings into the river. You could never keep a river in a building. No, how, no matter how great the building is. God's original design was the building of a man and woman's body to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. We're going back into that Garden of Eden original design. And all religious hell opposes it, even today. There's got to be something good in man. Righteousness of man is what? Filthy rags. How deep do you know that? That's the depth of your desperation for the living waters. Those who are thirsty will be satisfied. But those that are not thirsty are already satisfied on false light.
when you grow in the true light, it gets them thirsty. It reveals what they're practicing is not actual righteousness of the kingdom of heaven, but a self-righteousness of earth. And as we awaken to that reality, our desperation for his righteousness will increase. And that's your resurrection from the dead. What is the dead? It's your righteousness. What is the resurrection? His righteousness. What's your elevation in resurrection? How much you depend on his righteousness risen in your hearts. Bright morning star, 2 Peter 1.19. Risen in your hearts. And so the only enemy of that reality is religion, the fallen angel's pride. And God is with us to help us overcome layer upon layer of the self-nature until Christ be fully formed in you. Entering the seventh day's rest of Christ's righteousness, the provision of God. He's provided for us far beyond what we need. There have been many enemies in the land. Jesus said the weeds will choke out the wheat. And so there's been a lot of stealing from the religious seed line of Cain against the Christ seed line. And so these seed lines have grown up in all hearts. The sower sows seed, and then some stuff started to come up, and Jesus said an enemy did this. And that's why you've had so much suffering and sorrow. None of that came out of Christ's seed. And there will be a cleansing of all seed through fire. And in tremendous fire, only God's seed can grow. There's a fire that's in you that will grow to be all around you where lies cannot grow in. Only truth can grow in the kind of fire that will drown the world. Lies, what did Paul call them? Wood, hay, stubble. And all work shall be tested in fire, and all men's hearts shall be laid bare by fire. And the world is preserved for fire. And I have come to kindle fire. And oh, how I wish it was already burning. It's all about the judgment of fire. And the fire is what? Divine love. Set my love on your heart as a seal of fire. A fire and a love that's stronger than the realm of the dead, that mocks the grave. <laughs> Our God is an all-consuming fire, Deuteronomy 4.24, and God is love, 1 John says. It's the love of fire. 
which is the glory of God. It's the clothing of his splendor. Can you wear fire as clothing? You must. But the only way it's going to remain on you, what did it say about Jesus? The one in whom the Holy Spirit descends upon and remains. That's the biggest thing here. You'll see the Holy Spirit descend on people, get a touch from heaven, but why doesn't it remain? They keep looking for a fresh touch because the internal sanctification has no place for it to rest. There has to be a sanctification in your heart where the Holy Spirit can remain. And he only remains on the living word. The anointing is only on the word that God has spoken and the word is sown into your hearts. If you want the fire of God to remain burning upon you all the days of your life, then treasure God's word in your heart. And when God's word confronts lies in you, receive circumcision. <laughs> there is a cut, there is a pain, because <laughs> you're being circumcised as adults, meaning you've had lies in you, you believed your whole life. And God will gently and preciously touch those areas of your heart if you get vulnerable and get real. And he'll fill them with the spirit of truth. And you'll rise from the dead. There's enough truth in the word mixed with the spirit of God to raise all of you from the dead. There's enough grace mixed with the written word to come fully alive. Jesus came as the Logos of God. <laughs> they didn't know him, did they? The teachers of the law and the Pharisees did not know the Logos, even though they had the entire Old Testament memorized. Why? Because of the dove because of the spirit it is not enough to know the word you must have it mixed fully with the spirit and the spirit teaches you the word when jesus said you have one teacher and he's christ he was speaking of the holy spirit the spirit of truth and jesus said he will glorify me he will glorify the word he will illuminate the word that our hearts not burn within us as Jesus illuminated the word in our hearts. The Holy Spirit will illuminate the word. There's a precious time coming to the 90 million evangelicals in the USA that are full of the Bible to be full of the Holy Spirit and fire. Wow. Unless that word falls to the ground and dies, it can bear forth no fruit. Every scripture has to die in you. A dead letter that kills is necessary for it to be planted through the death of Jesus and resurrect into rhema living prophetic revelation. 
<laughs> so as long as you keep feasting on the word, it'll pop up like popcorn from your hearts, like fireballs shooting into your brain. And how are you transfigured? By the renewing of the mind. The mind progressively believes the word. Moses walked on sapphire pavement into heaven. Can you walk on sapphire stones deeper into heaven? That's your daily bread. It's walking on the word and it's walking on the water. <laughs> it's a total reliance of everything the Father says. And it starts with baby steps. When we were in darkness, we lived off the words of darkness. Now that we're in light, we live off the revelation light of God's living word. And we walk on revelation. We're led by revelation. We are illuminated by revelation daily. We grow and feast on the revelation of the Word of God. Last book of the Bible, the revelation revealing an apocalypse of Jesus Christ, an unveiling of who we asked into our heart. And it's a little spooky sometimes because you start peeling back the layers of your heart and you see God inside you and judgment begins inside your heart. Hebrews 4.12 the word judges the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Don't you know that judgment is the purification and sanctification of your inner man for Christ to be fully formed in you? The key to going deeper in God is receiving a, a greater purging of his word by his righteous judgment. And his judgments are love, people. Love. It's a judgment of love towards everything killing, stealing, and destroying from your eternal spirit. Paul says, I've served Christ with my entire spirit, that my inner man was dedicated to no other God. There is no other altar that I served at than the golden altar before his throne. You become one with the high priest in the Melchizedek order, serving no longer in types and shadows, but in realities, completely and perfectly fulfilled in Jesus Christ through your inner man. And the old covenant of the outer man gets transfigured by the new covenant of your inner man. And all types and shadows of religious bondage burn off you through fire. Amen. <laughs> Glory. The bride of Christ is becoming one with the high priest, equally yoked with spiritual ability. You can serve before God the Father night and day in the temple, in the Holy of Holies. That's what you're created for. That's the level of intimacy and love and proximity to God that you need to be fulfilled in life. Everything else is a substitute. Everything else is deception and death. We must live in the Holy of Holies. We must bring 
the Holy of Holies to become the covering and tabernacle over all flesh on earth. It's this priestly bride coming forth now that works through their inner man in the spirit in heaven that will cover the earth with God's fire and God's love. Simple revelation truth that has dynamic consequences to religion and death on earth. Death is swallowed up by the bride becoming the high priest. <laughs> Amen. Let those 12 stones of the 12 tribes be burned into your heart. The progression of the bride's sonship, the perfecting of the bride's priesthood of her Father in heaven, completely coming out of Lady Babylon and religious activity of the types and shadows into all spiritual realities that the very ephod of Jesus Christ becomes your breastplate of righteousness. I know it's those 12 stones resting on your heart that will give you dominion over the natural realm. The 12 months and the 12 stars and the 12 legions of angels before Pontius Pilate, it's all dominion of angelic government as you're made perfect in spirit and truth before God the Father in heaven. Fully adopted bride that knows him before his throne as dad, as king, as judge, as priest, and knows his ways, knows his thoughts and carries out the desires of her Father's heart on earth as it is in heaven. Let there be no desire in us except the dreams of God, a people fulfilling God's dreams. Let every other dream in us that be vain imagination just burn away as we serve God. You never have to have hope deferred making the heart sick when you serve God's dreams. <laughs> He's got all angel power backing up his plans. The altar is right before him because that's where your plans go. That's where your dreams go. Can you trust this new father? Can you trust his goodness in every area of your life? Those who do, will be the happiest people on earth. Those who do will be perfected in love. Look at Mary of Bethany, the precious, costly ointment. And today is worth $55,000. All of her natural investment poured out on the head of Jesus for no more safety in the realm of the natural now dangerous by trusting the glory realm. 
I will give all my natural realm to this man, Christ Jesus. <laughs> and my entire lot in life is now with him. Wow. That kind of dedication and sacrifice is the standard of the Holy of Holies company that will lead the rest of the body of Christ. That's what God is preparing now as a new government of God, as a new leadership of cities and nations. Those who are tested in fire, purified seven times with no more dross, no more foolishness, made perfect in wisdom's fire, standing in the high place over the earth, speaking truth like thunder to everyone down below to rise in the words they speak into heaven. The 12 gates are 12 mouths that speak truth to everyone on earth to rise into heaven and live in the city of holiness. Passing through pearls as the word leads you higher, sanctified and perfected in heart and mind and flesh to serve God before his throne night and day. Living in another world, God has prepared a city for them. You have not come to Sinai. You have come to Mount Zion, city of innumerable angels, the city of righteous men made perfect. And that city is where we will harvest the nations to now. Let these pearls send out fishing lines into all nations' hearts to rise from the earth into heaven by believing the prophetic word. Thank you, Father, for incredible demonstrations of your power that all may believe in you and enter your city by the grace of the Lord Jesus working in their spirit life. Amen. wanted to share this vision with you guys I had sitting over here during the sermon of my grandmother's oil lamp. Some of you remember the old, uh, old style lamps where you have the little uh, thing to turn it. And I remember playing with it and looking at the wick and the oil and I was told that you have to make sure that there's oil in it or the fire will just ruin the wick. It'll just be destroyed. It'll ruin the lamp, it'll ruin the wick, and then the lamp will be completely useless. And so the first thing we did was make sure it had oil. And then I looked at the wick and the wick couldn't just sit still all the time. Sometimes it had to move. It had to go up. Sometimes it had to go down. Depending on what the oil was doing. And so for the wick to go up 
before it to go down. I put my hand to the wheel and would turn it so that the wheel inside would turn and cause the wick to go up, cause it to go down, and the oil to keep the lamp burning at all times. Ascending and descending in the oil of the Spirit of Grace, the Spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit of Jesus, the image of God the Father within you. Holy, holy, holy. And Brandon mentioned the thorns earlier tonight that choke out the wheat. Luke 8, 14. And that which fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with worries and riches and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to perfection. Hebrews 6, verse 1. Therefore, having left the word, of the beginning of the Messiah, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of belief towards Elohim. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but the fullness thereof is the perfect love the Father. Ascending and descending with his grace and the fire of his love. Let the sacred fire burn deep into your foreheads and completely renew your brain to living in heaven. Scripture speaks of a baptism of fire one comes after me whose sandals are not worthy to untie. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. Let a fresh baptism of fire burn into all your foreheads. No foul bird can land on a burning tree. Only holy angels will land in your tree when you're on fire through your brain. When your heart's full of oil, your brain is burning as a trimmed wick. And 
the fire can increase every day and the anointing will grow in your heart every day. That's what practicing righteousness is. It's practicing burning in the glory. Being a burning bush, a tree of life. The tree of life is Shekinah fire. And it's through men and women burning as trees of life of Shekinah fire that will devour all other trees in the garden. And the leaves of fire is a new and perfect apostolic covering of the bride of Christ made perfect in love. The high priest is the covering of the people of Israel. And the bride is a high priest. It's her covering that heals the world. And as you cover bride of Christ, everything that's not love will be thrown into the fire We see in Revelation 1 and Revelation 10, the Lord Jesus' legs are fire, legs of fire, pillars of fire, the whole earth on fire. The earth is my footstool. And so I burnt the earth in the fire of truth so that I live in the heavens as my throne, resurrected from the dead by the spirit of holiness. Let your legs burn with the fire of truth and every serpent in the garden crushed and burnt under your feet in the lake of fire. This is a bride who walks on a burning earth. It's her spirit and her apostolic covering that burns all the serpents in the garden in a lake of fire. A world free from lies. A world ruled by truth. And she shall give forth birth to a man-child who will rule the world with iron scepter. Birthing the truth of Jesus Christ. Ruling with the spirit of truth that no lie has any power in air, land, or water. The elements have melted with the truth and creation is glorified by the bride fully believing every truth from God. Active and energized Rivers of fire flowed from the throne and destroyed Babylon, Daniel 7. The bride is birthing the river of fire. The spirit of Jesus is the spirit of burning upon all the lies in the world, cleansing all politics, religions, education, economies, and all seven mountains 
and all seven mountains' dungeons in the underworld, that there can be no more altars to lies, only the one altar of fire that a holy people serve at and have taken sovereignty over the earth and the earth's hearts and the earth's bloodlines with the blood of the Lamb. Let everything that has breath drink the blood of the Lamb. There's a wine press that everything in the garden will drink the bloodline, the genealogies of Christ, and the seed line of Christ, and the fruit of the tree of life will completely and totally destroy the kingdom of hell and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. My favorite translation of Song of Solomon calls the bride the Shulamite warlord. She's wearing the same armor of God that makes God God. She's got legs of fire from stomping every serpent lie underfoot in the fire of the Holy Spirit. Your baptism of fire, Bride of Christ, overflows and baptizes your city and nation around you. As you embrace judgment of truth on fire, living words from God, those judgments pass through you as it is written. Once your obedience is complete, you'll be swift to punish all disobedience. Disobedience in governments, militaries, and religions, all punished by the bride's obedience to her husband Christ. Thank you, Father, for it. sacred time together in the fire of God. Thank you, Father, for everyone that's tuned in today, getting their fire upgrades. <laughs> Let them encounter the armies of angels of fire to bring breakthrough in every area of their souls. As they've come into citizenship of the kingdom of heaven, let the armies of heaven protect them, deliver them, prosper them, heal them, and lift them up and bless them in every way today and forevermore that everyone would know the greatness of being a child of God in the fire of God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys. If you'd like to give, here's the information. We'll see you tomorrow.